Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, aka Crazy Crockett, aka Andre's Podcast, brought to you by Pod Being Live. Here we go, folks. This is actually my third live. I did one with Sean. I did one by myself for a split second. Well, actually, I did one for about the Detroit Lions winning against the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Today, I have my good friend. Long time crippled companion. His name <laughs> is little Ron Shorty. No hair, dude. Looks like he looks like he just looks like Ron. That's me. Ron, what's going on? How you been? I've been pretty good, Dre. How about you? I I'm doing wonderful. Nice day, huh? It's a beautiful day. So yeah. sun's out. Exactly. Uh, do I didn't do much today. I want to get coffee. I I did my thing. Okay. And I read a little bit. Nah, not much. Not not enough to uh, elaborate on my anything in my life in itself, or what the books I read. But, folks, it's a November, quite nice day. It's the weekend of really good day. It's the weekend yeah, of the, of the, take it uh, the time clocks go back. Oh, that yeah. That, that we're gonna fall daylight back. Yeah, daylight time. savings time. Yep. So. Folks, I love it. I have so much to talk about. I want to tell people about the podcast again. This podcast is really for people like me. Who, and me. Yes, especially Ron, who need or want to express their thoughts and ideas. Again, a lot of people who don't know me or don't know anything about me, was born with a disability, was uh, abandoned, long story short, adopted uh, not really respected but acknowledged as a person or it or a thing so anything that came out of my mouth was uh, not really uh, taken seriously Um, I would say a lot of crazy things when I was younger that's how I got my name crazy drag by my friends big sexy and uh, other people because I would sometimes get little intoxicated and talk shit mm-hmm. but but I would also talk about politics and, and life and conspiracy theories or whatever it seems to be like a conspiracy theory so for example I would say stuff like I do I, I respect Malcolm X a little bit over or more than Dr. King a lot of people would give you a lot of butthurt moments about that Concerned that Malcolm X was a Muslim, uh, mm-hmm. said a lot of crazy things about white people, didn't like white people, but I could look by that and see someone like him uh, growing as an individual. Unfortunately, his life was cut short, mm-hmm. so a lot of what I say is about him would be crazy, or I would do a lot of crazy stuff, do, like drink at the bars and fall asleep standing up. <laughs> True story. That's not good. That's not good. No. That's like black and all. So thank goodness for Big Sexy that would have to carry me out of the bar with Tuan and everyone else that I went to the bar with. But again, I this podcast is really just for anyone out there that needs to be heard or needs to be there's always something to talk about. And a lot of times with people like me with disabilities, we're kind of ignored. There's nothing really about us that's crazy or amazing. 
a lot of times we are just people who uh, that's right people that just ignore I don't know how to say they don't expect much out of us when it comes down to cognitive way of thinking through life and process so this is kind of reason why I did this I did it for really for myself and not really for the audience now that I'm hoping to get a better audience in the future so guess what Ron I I just went to a publisher well, not really a publisher, a printer group people, and they, and I told them what kind of stickers I want and business cards I want. Okay. So I'm thinking about getting the stickers and not the business card because it's not like I'm a businessman who's just going to mm-hmm. stand around like, hey, here's right. my business, and here I'm not. So I'm thinking I'm going to leave stickers here and there everywhere or okay. just yeah. at businesses I go to like mm-hmm. – um, uh, downtown, the Lantern downtown coffee shop okay. or other okay. coffee shops. So that way in itself that I can just self-advertise without being oh obnoxious, yeah. I guess, or just sure. being yeah. so inclusive. I was thinking about getting uh, cards, but the thing is I can't really do that at work. Mm-hmm. So I can't just go walk around right. like, here, here's my card. Yeah. Please uh, okay. listen to my podcast. You know, I... Now you mentioned that um, I did talk to my well, he's not really my nephew; he's my buddy's kid, but they call me their uncle. Anyway, um, and I had happened to mention that to him. We just, you know, what have you been doing lately? I said, Well, I've got this podcast going that Andre and I do, and it's called the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. It's on Spotify. I said, if you want to look it up, it's right there. I said, and tell your friends. And I think you know, word of mouth is a good one too because it doesn't cost you anything, and you can tell anybody, and they're going to tell other people. Yeah, and I I think that would work good too. Then you don't have to make any investments in on, on business cards per se. Stickers would be nice too. Because hey, you know, call in, you know, tune in our show, let, listen to us. Maybe we have a question answered with different you know listeners, and then mail them a sticker. Yeah, you know, something like that. But, um, but word of mouth seems to work pretty good. Um, and I started that. Um, and uh, I I gotta tell. Uh, probably gonna end up telling Jerry yet too. He knows about it, but I haven't told him to you know check it out. Um, he'd yeah. probably be more interested in the uh, sports ones, but you know. Yeah, of course, uh, of course. But, um, yeah, I, I think we we could probably get some word of mouth out there, and people would uh, like to listen to it. I hope. So, well, the plan is to to make it grow. The plan is to do something with it. Uh, again, a lot of times people tell you, "Well, you gotta be just one genre," but I'm like, eh. yeah, I, I I just can't talk about the same. Sp- yeah. Sporting news every day, like the news of sports doesn't change that much, and no. there's only so many games per night, and not everyone's gonna be a diehard sports fan that they need to know everything about every player or any player in itself. Right. So if you're not interested in Atlanta Falcons or Atlanta Braves or Chicago White Sox or Detroit Tigers or any Detroit teams. You know, any special news about that, you know, you could very boredom people to death. And a lot of times there's a plenty of people out there who do sported stuff. Mm -hmm. You you get ESPN and you get, you know, Fox, you get other, uh, the, the Reacher's Report, 
there's so many people that do sports that right that how many times do you need to hear it from one guy to another about the same thing and i and i could talk about michigan and, and all that but to be honest with you with michigan there seems to be a thing just for michigan fans itself or people that don't like michigan mm-hmm. so you so i try yeah, to talk about politics and mm-hmm. and health and disability and mental disability or physical disability or anything that comes up to my mind my mind so saying that we have let's talk about ron so ron has got muscular deficiency can't never say that word dystrophy it's a hard one it can be a tongue twister yeah dystrophy but so he's got muscular we know what you're talking about (laughs) so his muscles in his body are kind of uh wearing themselves out he's losing yeah, it's muscle mass. But atrophy. It's called atrophy. It means they, they slowly deteriorate over time. Yeah. You lose muscle mass, and that is replaced with scar tissue. Okay. Basically. So. Yeah. So he's known him for since he's in the mid-20s. And I swear that you were in your mid-30s. when I, I was 30s, you. yeah. I was definitely 30s then, yeah. 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 So... I wouldn't mind being 30s again. <laughs> be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, when I think about that, there's really nothing I can do to change my past. Right. So I don't really think about that because it's like, do I really want to go through the the hardship of school and yeah, and being a teenager mm-hmm. and like you just know, like I think if I could go back in time, mm-hmm. I think it'd be worse, in some ways. Yeah. Because then I would never be that guy that would talk to any girl. It took me years to understand, like, yeah, girls don't really dig me, and now I've hardly ever talked to them. Or right. What's happening is that a lot of I feel like I'm intrusive there in their space. Mm-hmm. Where other people, like my buddy Sean, will just be in our space right. and think it's, oh, it's quite not, not like being rude, but, I mean, mm-hmm. he'll just make himself present. Right. So the realistic is that I don't think I would want to go back to any of that. I just, I think that's would be very, I think one thing that you think about is that you could pursue something or someone knowing that this is what I should have done. Yeah, right. But the results could be exactly the same or it could be worse. Yeah, you know, and, and given that, that the more you watch, well, TV or movies, right? and it, I don't know if this is just made up by Hollywood or if it has something to do with, with time continuum or, or Einstein's theory or whatever, but they try to keep it as close as they can. But I would think of that too, and what they say in there, yeah, you might be able to change it, but if you change one little tiny thing, it could throw everything off. Oh, yeah. I mean, a butterfly landing here instead of here, like it did previous in the past, is going to change everything. Yeah. You know, and you never know. So, in, in, yeah. in theory, I guess that really wouldn't work. Unfortunately. No, no actually, no, that, work, is, but that is I mean, true because everything would be. Well, I mean, different. I mean, it, it wouldn't go great all the time. I'm saying, what I'm saying is there could be a, that you might go this and it might change it might it probably be worse it, it could be worse yeah true um and now I, I think of that once in a while too um you know um like when i broke my femur 
you know, hadn't I been standing or had I done something different, would I have fallen then? Would I have fallen later? But you, you were know, I, drinking a bit. Well, no, actually, I was not. I was oh. almost ready to. Oh. I just I went out and I bought a brand new fifth of tequila. Mm -hmm. And I just was going to, I got the glass mm -hmm. and the, oh, I forgot the ice. So I turned around, or I got the mixer, and I opened the fridge and I lost my balance and that was it. So the, the fifth never got opened. The fifth stayed there while I was in the hospital waiting for me to get up. Mm -hmm. And then I was going to celebrate with that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it, and, and, and that still got there. And I says, what, I pour it out? Why would you want to pour it out? What, you know, Why would you um, do that? I don't know. I, it just, you just said that. Just Maybe in all the excitement. It's but, um, bad luck. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, matter of fact, lately, um, I, we, I think we we're going to discuss this. Um, I did go in and get an echocardiogram. Yeah, um, I don't so know if we covered about that last. Yeah, so we're talking about yeah, um, health. And uh, so I went and got it, and, and this time, usually, when I get it, um, usually the, the general, they're a little Vietnamese gal, the technicians, um, mm -hmm. and they speak hardly any English or just very little. Mm -hmm. They don't say anything. The only thing they say is like, take off your shirt, lay down. This is going to be cold. Breathe in, hold it. Okay, let go, and that's all they say. Mm -hmm. Where this one gal that gave me was was a white guy it doesn't matter i don't care if you're purple and you give me an exam i don't care just technician but i'm just comparing that she had a conversation with me basically which made it go which made the the test go much quicker mm -hmm. and it was only 30 minutes okay but i think it makes a difference when your tech can talk to you you know and you know there's certain times you can't talk because you know that's going to interfere with the with heart. the rate and your heart and what have you but um it's tesco so anyway Got done, got with the test, uh, went home. A couple hours later, the phone rings. It's my uh, cardiologist office. And I answer the phone. The gal says, hi, this is nurse, so-and-so, so whatever. We got the results, and this time they're a little bit different than they were last time. They're not better. They're, they're a little bit worse. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm thinking, now what? What's, you know, what's the big deal? It's just really a, and she goes, so instead of your appointment, which is another month away, Let's reschedule as soon as we possibly can to get you in here and talk to our cardiologists, or it, it would be his significant other uh, uh, partner in, mm -hmm. in that, uh, yeah, in his associate or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's really good at that, and we'll discuss that, and we'll go over what goes on and all this. Yeah, of course. Said, all right, so I go there, I get in, and the tech comes in, and he gives me a, I don't know, where they put little stickers on you, and they snap these little electrodes to you. Yeah. And they plug it in their laptop and they do whatever yeah he says yeah you're yeah that looks pretty good okay we're good there and you take the off then the doc comes in he says well now here's the deal it, which floored me um he says we we did get a rating it was different it was lower this time just to be expected but uh this is is this going to happen and, and it's we can foresee the future you know it's it, it's not good but it's not bad and he said the thing is is that now, whatever cardiologist reads that echocardiogram, they might read it a little bit different and react to it differently somewhat. Okay. But not by a, a certain percentage, maybe like 5%. Okay. So it's not a real big deal, but he explained that to him, and I thought, oh, okay. He says it, it's not a life-threatening deal. It's not a real huge big deal. It, it, it's going to happen regardless, but it's nothing to really worry about yet. So yeah. basically, he said, what we're going to do is instead of doing these echoes, we're going to wait six months. So we're going to do a, uh, uh, a uh, oh, 
call it the uh, no. I can't remember. Oh, MRI. That's MRI. it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Where MRI. they put you in a tube, they put an IV in you, and they put some contrast in you, which is dye, mm -hmm. and and then they take the X-ray or whatever it does, and that's the less invasive way. Otherwise, they'd have to do a, a, a cath, which is cutting your vein open and shoving a thing up there into your heart and all that. And we've already done that before. Yeah. Um, or if I had to have a stint put in, they would do that the same way, which I don't need one yet. Thank God. So in other words, I go in six months, do MRI, and they're going to go from there. Okay. Um, so I don't have to do the other cardio in, until at that time. And that will give us a little better reading or a better understanding of, of uh, what's going on exactly. And, and, so, and, so why would it be six months be different than well, months? just what he recommended, um, okay. just to just to give it some time to change. Or three months, you know, maybe it would change. Maybe it wouldn't change it. Maybe it would be the same thing as they got results earlier. Yeah. So you want to give it some time to change or whatever it's going to do to get a significant reading, or you know, depending on what what uh, cardiologist reads your yeah uh, electrocardiogram. So sometime in May. Right, yeah, sometime in May, yep. So, so that that was uh, very uplifting. for a while there. It was it was that yeah, that was very uplifting, and and I feel much better now that it's not that big a deal. I was thinking heart surgery. I was thinking pacemaker, you know, and and well, I think which you're a bit I too don't young for a pacemaker. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, but most people that do have my disease have what is called cardiomyopathy, which is your your heart is a muscle too. Mm -hmm. And that's going to deteriorate. And basically what it is, he said, the valve that lets the blood back into the system, you got two valves. One's an inlet valve and one's an outlet valve. It's the outlet valve. Now, the outlet valve is is uh, still working, but not as fast as it us usually should. So that's going to vary. So with me on a uh, regimen of different heart medications, uh, this will work better. So do you think that... Yeah, well... Did your doctor say anything about you not drinking more or less No, he, or? he didn't because when they came in at first, the tech went down a list that I had checked out earlier. Do you have chest pains? Do you have this? Do you do this? Do this? And he said, do you do this? Do you do that? Yeah, I do that. I drink, yeah. How often do you drink? Not every day. Every other day. I don't really drink as much as I used to. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I quit those, thank God. Did yeah, you if you're out there and you quit cigarettes, good for you. Do that. Did you tell him about smoking? Yeah, I did. American? I did. Yep. Yeah. Did I, I didn't tell him, but the tech had it, and he read it in the record, and he asked me that question. So it's written down there for the doctor, but the doctor had nothing. Didn't mention anything about it. Did the tech say anything about? Good no, enough? no. He just the tech said, "Do you ask me? Do you smoke it? Yeah, I do. Do you smoke cigarettes? No, I do not. Do you drink? Yeah, every other day, but I don't drink mm -hmm. a lot. So you know, and and." Um, and there was no eyebrow raised or anything. It's just a tech. So, well, um, I, I find it interesting because my doctor, well, this new doctor, I just mm -hmm. had made an appointment with four months ago, two months ago, right? Because I guess I wasn't patient enough for my other doctor. He asked me the same thing. He's like, "Oh, good." Like he thought that marijuana was bad. Well, but the real honest truth is that. Everyone says it's not bad for you. Right. But I like to question that. Yeah. I actually would like to question if that's yeah. actually true or not. Need more research into that. No. Because 
it's still inhaling something. It's not like it's not like yeah, nicotine. Yeah, oh, absolutely sure. But now tobacco and marijuana are totally different. They're they're plants, yes, and they have chloroform or whatever in them. But I think the tars and and whatever's in there is is, is a lot different than tobacco. Tobacco is even worse for you. I mean, that, that's got the nicotine in it. Where THC, no. I can't. What I, find, I don't really think they say it's not addictive, but I guess in some cases it can be slightly. I well, mean, I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I think what makes nicotine and marijuana different is that they put chemicals in it. Yeah. They, they, I wonder yeah, if so. you would smoke it tobacco naturally. You know, would be bad for you. You're right. Um, it probably still is. I'm assuming because well, I've know. had one of those natural cigarettes before when I smoked, and they're oh. They are very strong. I mean, yeah. they are just the worst, driest tasting tobacco you will ever have. But supposedly they're good for you because there's no chemicals. Yeah, but uh, my I, point is what I'm trying to say is like, they can't be that that chemical of nicotine or that plant nicotine can't be much different than the marijuana. They just okay. can't because if it's a natural plant. Well, THC you, is more of a. And if you don't put things in it, yeah. then how can it be really I guess bad for you? They I think the thing what's bad for yeah. it is that the amount of it that they put nicotine in a cigarette or something. Yeah. I think if you, you wrote, I think to me, I feel like if you measured it to be the proper amount, I think it'd be different. It's just yeah. like just saying the thing about marijuana. Yeah, if you smoke too much of it, you're gonna be dozing off. But I don't know about your well, heart. There's there's different strengths of marijuana. There's different percentages. Yeah. The higher you go, the more stoned you get. Now there's different strains. There's there's yeah. there is uh, sativa and there's indica and then there's what they call a hybrid, which is both mixed together. So they all react differently in the heights of THC. And there are some CBDs in it, just little bits of CBDs that are better for you too. Now that's been proven fact. Um. Matter of fact, I have a cat that's that's slowly going, and for her, she's like a hip dysplasia. So we give her CBD oil for animals. Mm -hmm. Humans can take it too. Okay. For yeah. like a half a dropper every morning, one at night, and it's the the improvement is significant. I mean, she's not perfect; she's still having continence problems, but she can get up better, and she's not so stiff and so sore where she can't hardly move. So it kind of loosens your joints up. So I, I, the CBD oil is great too. But, but I um, wonder, I mean, saying that, I, I kind of wonder if that's really true because it's your cat. How does, how's your cat going to tell you? Well, you, you can, you can, you, you definitely, if you, well, I've had this cat for 22 years. Okay. I, I know this cat back and forth. And when she's stiff and she's feeling down and she's not moving from the counter and she's not jumping down, she's not going to her litter box, you know. Okay. Uh, that will tell you the same thing and and animals can't talk so they do it in other ways they, they howl sometimes if they're lonely or they're in pain it could mean several things but they do different things to let you know how they're feeling like if they go under the bed and they stay there and they never come out then something's wrong yeah of if they if they're peeing on the counter or they're peeing on here or they're peeing there it's not because they're they're getting incontinent and they're she's getting senile basically she's cataracts she can't see Sometimes she'll go around a corner thinking it's at the corner and that's not it. And she'll turn back around and go around the other corner. Ah, here it is. Or she'll try to find the stairs. Oh, where are the stairs? I think they're around here somewhere. Oh, oh, there they are. So it's, it's, it's age. You can tell what... It's a shame they can't talk and tell you yeah. exactly what's going on. But you can tell in different ways like that too. So um, like yeah. I said, the CBD oil <clears throat> seems to... Not a massive improvement, but somewhat um, better than without. 
we'll yeah, say. Of course, of course, um, of course. So she uh, doing good with that. But like with marijuana, and, and now nicotine, um, a lot of people vape, which you're still, you might not smoke, but the vape isn't that good for you anyway either, and you still have the nicotine. You're not going to get off of that. Uh, I got no. a friend that vapes, and he goes, yeah, I'm so much better now. And I, okay, well, if that's what you want to think, but there have been studies where, those vape is not bad. For, I used to try a vape before, and my I tried one, and my lungs hurt after that. Well, I, I did think, not. It was terrible. Well, I think it's because it's water or oxygen. Yeah, it's like a vapor, holes, like a yeah. Well, it's it's, holes it's, in it's your there's ethylene glycol in it, which is almost like antifreeze. Oh, a wow. certain measurement of it. Oh wow. A point to where it's not going to poison you, but it's still not good for you. Yeah. Um, but once you get off of that nicotine, that's the major thing. That nicotine is what controls you. That nicotine is what gives you the urge to have that cigarette. That yeah. gives you that your habit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you an example. My my neighbor, he smoked for since he was twelve years old, and he's up to two packs a day. Oh, yeah. He's got COPD, and now he has a starting stage three lung cancer. Mm-hmm. He can't quit. He's tried. He can't quit. So, the other day I gave him a ride to the hospital in the morning because he had to have a test. He had to go down through his nose and take a piece of lung out, and examine it, a biopsy as it were. Um, so. Going there, he had to quit smoking for at least 24 hours, okay. and he was going nuts. He told me, in these exact words, I would kill for a cigarette. That's how bad it was. And the more you smoke, the harder it is to quit. It's very hard. I mean, a two-pack-a-day smoker, he, he can't go five minutes without a cigarette. It, it, yeah. You know, and, and, and it's a shame. Now, I, wasn't, I won't consider myself a heavy smoker, but I did like smoking. But once I get off that nicotine, now I've, I've quit. That was the second time I've, I've quit, and that was when it worked. Sometimes it doesn't work out the first time. If you, if you fail, don't worry about it. You're, you'll get it eventually. But um, I would recommend, and a lot of her was Shantix. Um, and that. the dream part is that a lot of people, give you, it does give you dreams, but they're weird dreams. They're not scary. They're, not, they're just weird. And yeah. if you can handle that, you can handle it. Um, yeah. Luckily, my PC, well, he's retired now, but had he goes, so you, have you thought of quitting smoking? I said, yeah, I really want to quit. He goes, good, that's good news. He says, hang on a minute. So he goes out of the office. He comes back about two minutes later. He says, here enhancements packed to Shannix. And I go, oh, well, what's the price? And he says, free. Somebody bought it, and they never picked it up. So you can have it. So I got $70 worth of Shannix for free. Okay. Now, talk about incentive. That was great. So I went home and I took it. And to this day, I haven't smoked since then. And I feel great. So if, if, you, if you're smoking, try culture. You know, it, a lot of people will do different ways. Some, some maybe that won't work for you. Maybe cold turkey will work for you. Everybody's got a different way of doing it. But once you get off that nicotine, it's your home free. Well, I think There's my- no, you know, smoke now stinks. I mean, once in a while, somebody will light up a cigarette, and that first part, you know, like, I don't know if anybody remembers, but a lot of people used to use matches, and you like oh, that yeah. match, and that match smell, and then the, just that light of that cigarette, just when it touches tobacco, that smell right there is just so, it's like, it's oh, so yeah, it's like, oh, that smells good. It's relaxing. Yeah, yeah, and you think that, and you go, oh, okay, that's how I started. So I can smell that and think, no, or they can blow it in my face. I don't care. You know, I, I can get I can get knocked down, drag out, crawling drunk, and still not want one. Now that's when you get weak too. When you start to drink, I've noticed that two people quit smoking and they get weak and they go, "Ah, oh, hell of it, may have one." Well, yeah. So of course it's uh, yeah, it's about habits. Right, it, it's all habits. But that's what I used to do myself. Mm-hmm. And recently, I haven't. Well, since I've been drinking less and less, 
Right. My urge of cigarettes is less and less for right. every once in a while. Like, I wouldn't have to have it all the time, but no. if someone had a cigarette and it smelled like a cigarette, mm-hmm. and I was at the, at the bar, mm-hmm. uh, they're like, oh, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. But my body would react to cigarettes so different than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, I would almost feel like I would almost feel like I was doing harder drugs when I smoke cigarettes. Yeah, but well, it would that's be like it'd be like, yeah. it'd be like uh, more people would get super high and smoking yeah. marijuana mm-hmm. or whatever they did or taking a hit of LSD. For me, cigarettes did that, and then I kind of like knew that this is. It would make me look like I was toy effed up, right? Like totally okay. effed yeah. up, like right. I was toy no. stoned. Mm-hmm. And I had one guy. That sat next to me, and I think that he was kind of concerned about it, right? Because he didn't know me at all. Mm-hmm. But you could tell when I came back inside, okay, from that cigarette. He didn't know that I went out there to smoke a cigarette. Right. He thought I went back to the car and smoked a joint or something that's more potent than that. Potent. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure. And he looked at me like, like he didn't have to ask me. Like I just told him, yeah, I go out and grab a mm-hmm. cigarette from the guys I smoked. And the guy, like, oh, that's why. Because then he was, I think he's seen me a couple times there okay. at the bar at Manelli's when I used to okay. go there. Oh, right. So he's like, oh, okay, I get it. So you're not doing, he kind of thought I was doing harder drugs. Right. So he yeah. thought, so, okay. Okay. So, yeah. when, but even that didn't make me stop. It was actually, I think it was actually the last time I was at, you know, a couple of other last times I was, I was at, at, at the glass house. And the in the in the at the at the glass house, um, the guy that I talked to sometimes didn't didn't want to give me a cigarette because he's running short. So sure. I'm, so I'm like, oh, maybe I should stop mm-hmm. from becoming that person who asks for a cigarette. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, since then I've been pretty good. I'm don't I don't really think about it anymore. Great. So that's kind of good. Mm-hmm. And for you, I mean, it's got to be a struggle for you to to be knowing that you have to go get checked up again. And you know, with your disability or your heart, mm-hmm. your heart just basically someday will just be. Yeah, it, it's going to get worse. It's just going to get better. Uh, yeah, that, that, there's no doubt about that. Now, there is heart surgeries and, and more medication I can take, yeah. Now, when you mentioned about the smoking, I think it, it, it smoking does do that. Because when I first started, um, my buddy, I we we met at the church, and he had a pack of his dad's cigarettes. And we tried them, and, and I inhaled it, and man, I got a buzz, and it was great because I'd never really smoked weed back then because I, I you know I had, but it didn't work. But the cigarette was great; they were cheap, and wow. you smoke a cigarette, you get all the buzz. Like, ooh, this is fun, you know. Ooh, I like this. Wow, you know. After a while, it didn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Once you get now, if you quit smoking for a while and then you start up again, it does the same thing. Mm-hmm. You get that head rush, you get that high from it. It's not, but after it wears off, you're kind of feeling sick to your stomach. And nicotine does that to people. And and I, I remember when you said that when you smoked that cigarette, you didn't feel good. It made you kind of dizzy, and that's probably because you already been drinking, and then you add the nicotine on top of that, and now you're even more buzzed because you're already drunk. And now yeah. you get another buzz, and then if you mix weed in that, you're really gone. I mean, you're just laid out. So I I understand what you mean by that. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I mean it's pretty intense. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out 
however, in any way, shape, or form that I can just someday just probably just stop drinking. But yep, that's like going to places like um, the Scholar. It's a very higher end, fancier place. Okay. Those two old fashions cost me fifteen dollars. Holy smokes! That's a lot that's, of money. Yeah, gosh, but that's fifteen dollars. Yeah, that's got. I love the scholar. It reminds me of a no, restaurant I, place from the nineteen twenties, thirties. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You you told me he, he called me up last night from the place there, and we were talking about it. And uh, sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, I, like I mean the ambiance looks sounds pretty neat, and the way it's decorated with the old kind of. Uh, like speakeasy, as in other words, like yeah. type. Yeah, okay, was, sure. It was All really right. Cool. It was okay. really nice. Great. It was, it was, yeah, it was a bit old school mm-hmm. joint. Okay. I love it. That's that's neat. I got to figure yeah. out how to be the cheaper drinker. and It can be expensive. I think right. what I'm going <laughs> yeah. I think what I'm going to do, well, like I said before, I, 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 I try to go to places where I'm going to meet people mm-hmm. and maybe women. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, right. don't have the yeah. That, that's true. To go talk to a right. girl. Yeah, I'm so self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. By the way, I look because I don't know. I just it's really kind of weird and sad about it to think about that in this in respect. Mm-hmm. So we're moving on. Like what I said on the my f- my on my um, about page, we talked about. Ron's health. We'll probably go back to it sometime, some some other time. But we're going to talk about the new Secretary of State. Okay. Mr. Michael Johnson from okay. Louisiana. Okay. You're going to love this guy. He's 51 okay. years old. He's an evangelical Christian. Okay. His dad was a firefighter. He got, inj- he got injured. Uh, the Family went around him and grouped around him and supported okay. him and made things great or a lot better. Okay. Became a pot. He always wanted to be a, a, f- a fighter fighter. Okay. But the path took him to be a politician. Mm-hmm. So, this is the fun part. This is all the things that, that Mr. Michael Johnson... Okay, is more most well. I'm, this is what people don't like about him. Now, what okay. I, I found out went on online. Okay, to read about this. All right. So he was uh, he was voted in uh, of the 118th Congress as a deputy whip. He is a former supporter of your favorite president, Donald okay. Trump. Ugh. Oh man, Not my favorite. It's it's getting ugly. Yeah. So he was first elected to the House in 2016. Okay. As a, as a Republican, I think. Yeah, I would think but, so. But uh, let's go. Let's go here, folks. Let's okay. talk about this man. So, Mr. Speaker of the House, he has a social conservative views. So he believes, uh, well, let's talk about his past. So he's a representative of the Louisiana 4th District Court for eight years as a lawyer and a national spokesperson for the Alliance of Defending Freedom, the AFD. At the time, this man spent a lot of time 
a lot of time rejecting or obligating against the LBGTQ rights. Mm-hmm. He confide in the same he does not agree with the same sex marriage. Okay. So interesting. That's conservative for sure. Yeah. So Ron has a son who's part of the LBGTQ. Ron's son is actually gay. Can I say that? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Just wanna make sure yeah. you're There's not no names, but yeah. No name. Say that. No. I, I, I would, I would just keep. No, I, 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 I hear what you have to say. You can explain. Sure, go ahead. So, I, that, like, I, then I'll have I, a better understanding. I don't. Of who he is, well, you know, it's I, not really it's, anything to say. You just right. Yeah. Just not really. No, okay. You just uh, we, we're just reading the stats on him. In other yeah. words, okay, gotcha. So he as if. He spent a lot of time. Oh, he's also the guy that spent a lot of time uh, uh, changing the law against road overweight. Okay. So he's the guy that wanted oh. to reject. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, he wants to. Well, he wanted at the time nationalize uh, no abortion law. Okay. For especially to a certain weeks. Okay. Um. Yeah. C- talking of that, he co-sponsored three bills. To nationwide to limit abortion most abortions are about 15 weeks I'm sure you want to go lower to like mm-hmm. 12 or 10 or and so on and so forth okay um, he this is interesting okay he supported the ban of Muslims okay. with the Donald Trump era when Donald, when President John Trump uh, declared that Within the first five months, or the first within the first couple of months, weeks that he was elected as a president or moved into mm-hmm. the Oval Office or the White House. Mm-hmm. Now these were five countries, and these countries were basically Iran, Iraq, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen. Okay. Now at the time there was still a lot of threat for. Okay terrorist attacks mm-hmm. so profoundly that's probably the reason why he did that okay okay so so he also suspended Syrians refugees indefinitely so no no one from Syria could come to America indefinitely for for get a like a green card back or a passport mm-hmm. so that's something to actually uh, to talk about Climate change, he rejected. He's skeptic about that. Yeah, well, I, that's yeah. it's happening regardless. And the reason the climate change is happening because all this polluted air and the environment's getting screwed up. So that will naturally change the weather. Yeah. I mean, you know, and everybody's got their different. And I've seen the weather. We live in Michigan, and I've seen some crazy ass weather. And a lot of people have seen it everywhere else, too. I mean, look at this fall. Look at the spring. Spring was late. You know, the weather's really screwed up. I mean, it's it's it's, it, it's our fault too, but it's you know the Earth changes. You know, this is nothing new. The Earth always goes through change. Billions of years ago, when the when a meteor hit the Earth or whatever, you know, the Jurassic time or whatever that is, that it, maybe that's going to happen again. You know, you can't predict it. But that mm-hmm. I then you hear the scientists talking about the meteors that are coming in twenty seventy five or whatever it is. Um, you know, that's just 
hearsay. I don't know how far you can see out in space with a telescope, but um, you know. So yeah, I I I believe the climate change is is for sure. I mean I I mean I'm I'm not retarded. I I can feel the weather. I mean you know. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know, you know well, what uh, it's like and what it usually like, and things have definitely changed. Not only me; I've heard it from other people too. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, um, but I would say this: like with Mr. Johnson here, who's the speaker of the house, I watched his speech and I listened to his speech. It was really inspirational. Um, but I, people are concerned about his conservative mm-hmm. point of views. Right. It's becoming more and more apparent because of his religious point of views. Mm-hmm. Like, he made a point to say that anyone that disagrees with his um, concept of thinking about why religion is overrated or why religion should be not part of the Constitution, he says, no, right. if anyone tries to convince you that your biblical beliefs or your religious viewpoints needs to be separated from public and affairs, you should politely remind them to review the history and you should not back down. Now, to be honest with you, when I read, read that, I think the Constitution clearly says that's why that we need to separate the church from the state. And it's because that during the Revolutionary War, during the Tea Party, during all this stuff, mm-hmm. the king was associated with the religion of Protestant. Uh, actually, I think it was more Catholic. Okay. Catholicism. Okay. And then <coughs> King Henry VIII changed it because he right. wanted a divorce. Mm. So it became, so he changed it, the laws to be a Protestant. Okay. But back then, you could be arrested for being a wrong Christian, the wrong type of Christian. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And not to say anything about Judaism or or Islam, but those two were still mm-hmm. um, not the course meal of that time and that era during the 17th, 18th mm-hmm. century or going into 19th century. Right. So that's why we don't kind of include that constitution okay. of Islam and in Judaism but knowing that some of the founding fathers were Christians but Mm -hmm. the one that most people don't realize that George Washington was not a really a profound Christian man he believed in something he believed in God or anything but he did not want nothing to do with church and state like he didn't want to do anything with Mm -hmm. um, two parties because he knew it would cause a lot of problems. Yeah, this is very true. So I think Mr. Johnson's wrong about that. I mm-hmm. do think that America is profoundly more Christians in, this, well, in, the, yeah, in, the, I in would, the United States. I, yeah, I would and think Father so, sure, and God we trust was put mm-hmm. in there years after. Mm-hmm. And that's why that tier of people saying the, the anthem is more political because... To a lot of people, they don't believe in God or the same God. They yeah, everybody's tired. got their own beliefs, and that's and I understand that. And I like that because everyone can think about how they praise God in their own way, yeah. and no one should be telling anybody that that's wrong or if it's right or whatever. Everyone should just praise the way they want to, and it's nobody else's business. 
Yeah. If you like, if you pray to Allah or you're Muslim or you're Jewish or whatever, that's fine. I have no problem with it. You're yeah. not forcing it down my throat. You're not telling me that it's the right religion. You're practicing that, and that's what you believe in. So by by all means, sure. I think that's I think that's great that uh, you know everybody. There's a freedom of religion, mm -hmm. and I don't care if you're purple and you you're a Jehovah's Witness. I don't care. Don't cram it down my throat. You can tell me about it. You can say how much you'd like it, mm -hmm. but you don't have to cram it down my throat. And that's why everybody should be. You know, hey, if you're only religion, if you're Christian, you're Jewish. It doesn't matter. You're a human being. I mean, it doesn't. It, it's nobody else's business how you pray or however you praise your God. That's your business. And as long as you're happy with it, and you're not hurting anybody else, you know why? Why get all bent out of shape on it? Why say you know? And uh, I'll give you an example. Now, this is my mother. She's passed now. God rest her. Was Jehovah's Witness, and she swore up and down that this was the real life religion. And here I'm, a little kid. I'm only seven, eight years old. She said what? It, she said that, that this was the true religion, according to her. Now, this okay. is her belief. This is how she felt inside. Okay. This is how she perceived it. Okay. Not everybody's going to perceive it that way. Okay. I didn't. No. But my mother's telling me this. And when you're seven, eight years old and your mother's telling you this, you take it as gospel. You take it because you're a little kid. You know, mm -hmm. Mom knows what she's talking about. Dad knows what he's talking about. Uncle knows you. Know. You get into that and you think, oh, wow, yeah, this is really. But as I got older and realized, it's just a cult. <clears throat> but the main thing is, to me, and my dad brought this out. He said, you know, your mother had a really bad drinking problem. But once she got this religion, I don't really agree with it. I think it's kind of hokey. But if it made it work and it made her sober again, so be it. And I thought that is the best thing I ever heard in my entire life coming out of my dad's mouth. Was like, yeah, it, I don't believe in it. You might not believe in it. But if that person believes in it and it made him better, it made him better for life better, quit drinking, by all means, I don't see a problem with that. Mm. You know, That's but when you when Jehovah's Witnesses are keep going, they they do this thing called pioneering, which is, yeah, I guess you get brownie points as how much you tell the spread the word or whatever, and you're you're more closer to God, which is kind of silly. Yeah, um, okay. that's their belief anyway. But I'm like, you know, you can tell people about it, but don't force them. Because I went with my mother one time when she was going door to door, and she pulled out the Bible and she started reading it. And the guy says, hang on a minute. And he goes in his house. He grabs his Kim James and he said, well, this is Ours are different. And it was a big argument. I mean, th this guy was hollering and screaming. We're, you know, my mom was fine, but I, I'm a little kid. I'm going, wow, this, this, it's not right. People don't like this. This is not the true religion. Because if it was, everybody would be doing it. What's the, I mean, it's you know, not, I mean, and, and I, I get the guy's opinion and yeah, he was brought out the King James and that's his religion. So that's fine. Leave the guy alone. Let him praise how he wants to. Don't tell them any different. Well, so it's it's for a child. It's a little bit embarrassing because you don't know what you're being taught is right or wrong. You're just being True. told it's yes. the right thing mm -hmm. because your parents tell you this the right thing. Yeah. So for me, I I've never really, really liked going to church because no, I mean to me, I, I thought either. like how do you, how does one guy know what God wants or what God thinks? based on a book that was written 2,000 years ago or mm -hmm. 4,000 years ago. Or if you t even go back to the Torah, how do you know the Old Testament was you know, right or wrong? And, and I think a lot of people will read the Bible and perceive it in different ways than another person would. They yeah. say, well, this, this John 17 means this, this, and that, when it says this, but it really means that. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's your interpretation. But like you said, it was written thousands of years ago. Maybe some person say, okay, here's say, let's say the religion, okay. And they said, well, that guy over there is gay. I don't like him. 
So I'm going to write it down here in the Bible that it's not good to be gay. And that's going to be, I'm going to write, in a, you know, this is what it's going to be. And then from then on, I already perceived it as that, that was such. But it's probably because this guy didn't like it. So he'd be well, bad mouth. You know, I'm, I'm, this is a theory of mine. Yeah. This is what okay. it seems to me. So, and it doesn't matter who you are or how you worship, but it, it's your interpretation. Well, I, I think, think it has a lot to do with it. And, and everybody interprets different. Um, that, that's my idea, my theory. Maybe that's where it stemmed from. I don't know. I, I wasn't there. I can't really say. I, I really can't say. But no. I, I would, that's the only thing that would make, make me think of how it was written or because somebody didn't like this thing or somebody didn't like that or, you know. It, well, I think, you know. I think I would tell you this, that going back to the Speaker of the House, Michael, John, um, Michael Johnson, I think he, is it, I think the problem that we have is that you're right. We, we interpretate the Bible or our beliefs in different ways. Mm-hmm. The Constitution was there to protect everyone from being discriminated against persecuted and persecuted yes, and exactly, right. did not want to create wars over petty stuff like the Church of and, England and, yeah, did right. back then. Well, back look then, over in the then. Middle East. Well, look at, look at, you know, well, let's talk about that. Well, let's talk about that. So so let's talk about that. So Ben Shapiro, he's a American Jewish man who is very conservative. Well, he's a conservative Jew. Okay. So what it's saying, he's American constitutionist who is a conservative. Mm -hmm. So he's battled people of different race, different backgrounds. He's made good points about, uh, transgenders and all that like he said that's probably not real your mental state of mind might be different than anyone else but genetically you yeah, can't that, that's genetically that's a, yeah. you can't uh change your body you can scientifically change your body but you in yourself yeah you you're still you still are a man. that sex but you have women care woman characteristics because of hormones or what have you so yeah. you're still to me and, and I'm not saying I'm not talking against it, but I'm thinking if that's the way you feel, but in reality you're really not. You were born that sex, and you're not the sex. Now you are close as you can get to it, but you're not exactly. You don't have periods. You don't. Well, yeah. You don't have hot flashes. You don't. You're still a man, but you have some different characteristics of a woman now because you're taking hormones. So that's yeah. the way I see it. And, and if, if if the person does that, and that's the way they feel in their mind, and that's who they think they are, by all means, that's fine. Live how you feel. You but, know, don't, but but the, so let's talk about other things about Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, like he makes a lot of sense in, in, in a lot of things. But a lot of his politics is based on his religious beliefs itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so when I talk to people about be careful what Ben Shapiro says, he may yep. be an American conservative, but he really talks about his point of view of his religious beliefs. Ah, so, okay, okay. The, so he makes a good point. So mm-hmm. a lot of people on the news think that the Palestine land or the land of the Israel state, mm-hmm. Gaza and the West Banks, is actually uh, the Palestinians or the Islamic peoples. Oh, but okay. technically, from the land of the Israel, the state of Israel goes all the way back from the times of the Old Testament. So, from the time of King Solomon and King David, I'm going okay. backwards here. Right. It should be, it should actually be King David, 
and then King Solomon, and then the temples were built. The first one was built. The second one was, was built. The first one was destroyed. The second one was built. And then along the way, King David had a fiasco with the Philistines. Okay. And then they went to war, and then God helped King David. Or the, when King David was a, a boy, he, he took a rock and hit Goliath in the head. And then that became the Jewish land and so on and so forth. After all that was done when King Solomon went a little crazy mm-hmm. and lost his mind a little bit. Most people don't realize that he lost his mind a little bit. He's the smartest man in the world. At the, at the end of his life, he went kind of nuts. So what happened is that by the end of the 70, some year B.C. or before Christ, mm-hmm. The the Romans took over the land, okay. and then given that name of mm-hmm. Palestine is a mockery of the Philistines, who the Israelites were uh, competing with. Okay. But Ben Shapiro will make it clear, and he's I think he's right. Islam was not created until the seventh century. Okay. So there's no really connection beside be, uh, with with Arabic, the Old Old Testament, mm-hmm. but Arabic or Islam was more in New Testament. Okay. So that's something that even Bishop Ben Shapiro makes correction for the, all those people out there. The thing about it, though, mm-hmm. is that is that the League of Nations, nineteen twelve, after World War One or the Great War, mm-hmm. they created a unit of certain countries to put in place so there would never be another war, another great war. Mm-hmm. But that failed. Right. So 1933, Hitler shows up. Um, yeah. Hitler mm-hmm. shows Shit up. It's a fan. Uh, the Palestinian people or the Islamic countries or states mm-hmm. uh, like Egypt were uh, loving everything about Hitler. And then all the allies were against Hitler, obviously. Okay, right. So, after World War II showed up, then it became the NATO. And okay. then NATO allowed the British colony, the the uh, the British people, mm-hmm. so at the time, the, uh, the British had colonies around the world. Right. And that's actually the last of the, of the big colonies. So, they were in charge of the mandate to push the Palestinian people out of that land and let the Jewish state begin. Okay. So that was after like 1948. That's when actually it really just happened. Mm-hmm. But this is the confusing part. The confusing part is that supposedly most of these Palestinian people were Arabic or non-Jewish or, okay. or Muslim. Which okay. I don't know if that's true or not, mm-hmm. but supposedly they were told to by their own people, by their own Muslim right. uh, community, to leave that land. Right. And by doing that, they would be um, these people would be refugees. Right. But then the Arabic countries like uh, Saudi Arabia, old Persia, which is Iran now, mm-hmm. and Egypt never ever um put it together 
So by doing that, what, but what I'm saying though is that they never, um, um, they never allowed them to be in their country. They didn't okay, take right. on. They didn't take on the refugees. I see. Okay. So you got a bunch of Palestinian people who might be Arabic, okay. to be part of a group, that were abandoned. So, along the way, there was a six-day war be, between the Palestinian people. And I actually should be talking about the group of people, the this re- allegiance of Palestinians who were actually um, they they actually created a a pathway or a unit to take down all Israel. Okay. All Jewish people. So and I gotta find it. I just have to find it. Because it just makes sense. It's actually let me let me look. It's actually um, there's Palestinian legions or league. Okay. It was oh man, I shouldn't really have this down somewhere more um, adequate. So the Palestinian Liberation Organization. There it is. Oh. So they created a PLO. PL to take down all the Jewish people in the world, especially in that region. Okay. Their uh, so-called uh, statement would be no peace, no recognition, and no 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 and no no negotiations or no a, a peace a, a peace treatment. Oh, okay. So they created that group. They had a six-day war, and somehow Israel. One and they got Syria, uh, part of the Gaza Strip, the West Banks. Uh, they got the desert where mm-hmm. uh, Judea and, and Syria was there. Jordan was part of it. All Jerusalem was part of it. Okay. But along the way, they kept going, going on and on, by getting right. the land back okay. to to the Palestinians. Mm-hmm. So the Gaza Strip became they they were. In the point where they wanted peace so bad, they gave the Gaza Strip back okay. to the Palestinians. But then Hamas, Hamas, okay, yep. was a group that was a terrorist attack. I mean, it was a terrorist group, right? That, that, I think it was a terrorist group that wanted the Israel state to be depleted or mm-hmm. destroyed and all that, right? But I don't know if it's actually. The, I don't actually think I don't know if they were actually the actually the part of the. Uh, Arabic mm-hmm. um, Islamic group that was against Israel. It was just okay. a terrorist group that was fu- that is funded from Iran. So, okay. and then now Israel is attacking the Palestinian people and mm-hmm. killing them all and killing the kids and all that stuff. And then obviously Hamas was doing that and attacking um, mm-hmm. uh, the Israel s- state. But so it's gone back and forth. But the problem with Ben Shapiro is that for him to be a constitutionist mm-hmm. and for him to um, be so gun ho about Israel state isn't doesn't make sense. Okay. In order in in order to make a true constitution, you have to eliminate church from state. 
Exactly. Right. So right. even though he says that there are plenty of Palestinians that are in that country mm-hmm. in Israel and they have the same rights as the Israelite people, okay. he still is under... Uh, 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 his belief is still under the Old Testament that that ah, is the land okay. of the Israelites. Right. Someday Israel become a state. Sometime, okay. Someday Israel will become a powerhouse and that God or the prophets of Israel will come back to so-called save them. So his problem is that he's putting two things in one okay. and not actually eliminating that the fact that this land is no longer the land of God or the right. gods. This land is the land of the people who are just people. Right. And that's something that he really needs to understand. Like, if you still confine into that religious platform, this right. is the land of the Israelites because okay. God loves Israelites. Mm-hmm. Or God loves the Jews. You're not a constitutionist. You're a religiousness personality. Mm-hmm. It'd be like making Michigan a Christian Catholic reform place and anyone that's not Christian or Catholic must leave. That means that, that would literally mean Dear, Dearborn, Michigan, where all the Muslims mm. live mm-hmm. in the state of Michigan. Mm-hmm. That's not constitutional. No, it's not. That's just because you're a Christian or the state of Michigan yeah. be, mm-hmm. decided that being a Christian is better than being a, better than being a Muslim. So that's that's the only way I can explain it to it. No, I, yeah, I can see what your your point there. Yeah, that's the only I, way I yeah. can explain it to people. Okay, is that is that yeah, it's horror. It's horrifying what what Hamas is doing because that they're being yeah, funded by uh, Iran. But Iranian, a lot of people don't realize that Iran is actually old Persia, and okay, Persia or our Iranian people mm-hmm. don't want to be associated with the Middle East people because they're different type of people they don't believe in their they're not okay part of the middle east they're Mm -hmm. part of their persia empire at one point right so they're very proud of their persian uh 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 historians like history right so saying that when you have a country like iran Mm -hmm. funding hamas it doesn't make sense that hamas is actually working with iran Mm-hmm. Because if it's Hamas is actually part of the Islam group, they still would see Iran as their enemy because they're not okay. part of the Middle East, Eastern Arabic Muslims. Ah. Because I don't know if, I'm not really sure if Iranian people are actually Muslims or they're just, there's a lot of Muslim people in that country. Mm-hmm. But I really don't know because Iran, old Persia, had Persian gods, and their Persian gods are different than the than Allah or anything Islam. Okay. So that's why it doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. why Hamas is actually helping. Yeah, it's Iran. It's, but it's it, about it's about power. It is. It's so, about power and land and and religion and and it's all getting all mixed up. And but you know Iraq and Iran and all that's been going on for centuries. I mean, it, it's it's sad, but that's been going on for centuries um, in the Middle East too. Like, you know, um, so so it yeah, um, it's it, I it, it's 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 a wonder if there will be any resolve. You know, I mean, 
<clears throat> this has been going on so long and there hasn't been a resolve yet. It's it's hard to imagine, not in my lifetime. Um, you know, I'm already 62, so I don't think in my lifetime I'm going to see any change to that, unfortunately. Um, it, it, it's good to have hope, but I guess you, you got to be realistic, too. So, uh, well, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I think... I think people that need to understand the history of stuff, but it's yeah. But this is yeah, becoming you more. Do. You do. This is becoming more and more like. Um, this is becoming more and more about in, included of Ukraine and and Russia. Yeah. Right. So the that's, the new speaker of the house has made a new bill to support Israel and not do anything with Ukraine and 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 Russia. Okay. So the new bill isn't included any money for the Ukrainian people. Okay. So that becomes a bigger problem for people. Yes, it does. Yeah. So as I so I think what I think what I would tell people is that these wars are happening because of of what America and what the NATO and what and what. Iran doesn't want anything to do with a, a nuclear weapons report. They sure, that's that's I I get that, and you know now, I remember when I was a kid. I was about oh, I'd say about ten years old or whatever, and then nuclear power is just becoming in. It was just getting to be a big. Thing. I mean, it's been around, but it was getting more popular. And <clears throat> there's a place called the Cook Nuclear Center, and I don't know if it's there. I'm assuming it is. It's up in Upper Michigan there. I remember going and seeing it, and I thought this was fascinating. Wow, nuclear power and all this, this is a great new thing. And da, da, da. Well, you know, you've got your radioactive isotopes and your, you know, your fuel rods and whatever. Well, you know, they burn out and you have to dispose of them. Well, now what they're doing is they're burying them. They're, they're going down like 20 million feet, whatever. Being exaggerating here, but, and then they, then they, make a turn and they start coming up towards the surface and supposedly that will keep it there for thousands of years and it won't be disturbed and eventually it'll just wear out and it'll be nothing. But how much more room do we have to store nuclear waste? Um, you know, and, and, you know, some people say, oh, well, we can encapsulate it in cement and put it in the ocean. Okay, yeah, but how many, how many years is that going to hold up? What about the temperature? What about, you know, somebody hitting it? What about a cable dropping out, disturbing it? What if it's cracked open? You see, it, there's always there's always a responsibility when you have certain power. Now, the reason they don't like coal anymore because it pollutes the atmosphere, and I get that. Um, now we're getting to electric cars, which are way too soon. Um, you got to give the hybrids a chance. Um, we were talking to somebody about that the other day. But anyway, um, you know, and it, and and it's it's it. Is nuclear power convenient and easy? Yeah, pretty much. But is it dangerous? Oh, yeah. Um, remember when, uh, where was that in Japan? They had that nuclear reaction meltdown. They've had one in Chernobyl. Um, you know, there's been a history of that. So at, at one time, nuclear power was a big thing, but now it's kind of a scary thing. And then we've got, then you got these nuclear missiles, which are, um, you know, I, my mother said that God would not let this happen. It's happened in Japan, and it happened, you know, in World War II. But her idea was, I don't think it's going to happen again because God won't let it. No, and I thought, well, I don't know how how would how would that make any sense if it already happened back in World War II? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
and has power there. But I, I don't know. I, I still think back to that time, and I wasn't around then, but what were they thinking? I mean, is this the only resolution? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to blow millions of people up just to win the war, which you did. But you, you see, and, and the thought, train of thought back then, and, and things are totally different than what they are today. Totally different. Um, a lot of people have said it was better back then. Yeah, maybe it was. I mean, we didn't have the technologies, but things were things, you know. Um, and I kind of think of that. I said, well, was that the last resort? Why didn't Japan turn around? And I guess they didn't have the technology. So maybe that was it. I think it was at that time, I guess Germany had some pretty wild technology too. And they were going to make a nuke, supposedly. I don't know if you've heard of that or the UFOs or what have you. Uh, well, you they know, did. Yeah. They did. It, and, was the, and, it was part of the Cold yeah. War you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, right. And, but and I so think, yeah. that's my opinion. And I mean, it, 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 and that's like nowadays, but I'm like, hey, if he pushed the button and the other guy is going to push the button, now we're both going to be dead. Mm-hmm. So what's the point? We no longer exist. Oh, you yeah. nuke me? Okay, well, I'm going to nuke you. We'll see you later. Bye. And nobody's around anymore. So yeah, what's the I, point? I, you know, I, I, unfortunately, that's, nothing's happening like that. Well, I, I think we got it never does. But I think we need to, uh, to realize that, you know, I mean, based on what's going on in Israel right. and, and the surrounding countries around there, mm-hmm. They don't have to have a constitution because that land is or that area has different meaning, and unfortunately, right? Yeah, and it's, unfortunately, it's, they can't look by that. I think the one thing that's different about about having the Christian faith is that you have to, that you believe in Jesus to save you, and may peace be with you everywhere you go. That mm-hmm. concept. Okay. So. Where Israel and Muslim, well, I say more, more of Judaism, is based on land and the promise of God coming back to your land. It's totally different. Christians right. don't, as Christians, they don't have to have land to have the promise that God's mm-hmm. coming back. It's never well, stated that Jesus would yeah. go back to Israel and say, this is our land. Yeah, when yeah. I come back, Israel yeah. is, this land's going, yeah. that's the only hand. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bethlehem isn't going to be part of the Christian faith. Okay. Or, nope. So it's only in Judaism. Right. And I really I really think that Palestinians or that part of the West Banks and Gaza Strip and all that, you can't you can't as a nation force people out of their land because they're because you have to make a city state for Israel. Right. Okay. So, to be honest with you, unfortunately, Ben Shapiro is probably wrong about the reason why that land should be back to Israel. Mm-hmm. It's not Israel's land right. anymore. It's just land. And right. Yeah. It'd be no different if, let's say, the Norwegians and Finlands mm-hmm. and and those uh, countries, Denmark, started believing in in their Thor gods and their Thor, um, you know, their 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 gods of the ancients, right. of the ancient okay. thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. And it'd be no different if the Greeks and the Romans, the Greek had their, people, yeah, they had their, their believed gods in too, yeah. Zeus right. and mm-hmm. 
and all that stuff. Now, you mentioned earlier about um, God returning or whatever. Some people believe that, um, that, and that would have to do with the rapture, too. Um, I was watching YouTube one time, and they had this commercial on, and I'm sure it was doctored because they showed people disappearing out of the blue. I'm sure it was just a dramatization, but they really believe that people are just going to disappear, go back up to heaven, and everything is just going to fall apart. Trains are going to wreck. Airplanes are going to fly out. They're going to, you know, things are going to, everything's just going to go to shit at one time, and which I think is kind of ridiculous. I mean, I don't really believe in that. But these people, there's well, a lot of stuff on YouTube now and different medias you, that are coming in to say, hey, you're this talking is about, it, man. We're, we're, we're talking people, we're talking about people that uh, survivalists, hey, you know, Pretty soon you're going to lose what, power and this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and this is going to in doomsday, basically, yeah. So Some people think no. Some people think yeah. Some people are serious about it. Some people aren't. I, I, I'm kind of on the fence about that. I mean, could it happen? Sure. But are we really that concerned about getting ready for it? Do we have the, you know, what, what, how, what tells us that this is actually really going to come? Is it hearsay? Has it been sitting in the Bible? You know, no, it's, you know, uh, I I don't know. It, it says it says in there, and it's, it's there's right. th there's stories in the Revelation of what's going to happen, mm -hmm. and that's where people get that story from. Okay, but I don't think that the Judaism, that the Jews actually. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just no, saying I'm just, that. No, I'm just listen. So, in the New Testament, there's a book of Revelation, and the 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 the, the, uh, the, the, the beast will come mm -hmm. back in some form and shape. Okay, and then. The New Testament also says about the rapture, or what's mm -hmm. going to happen. The, mm -hmm. the good people will be zapped to heaven, yep. and the rest of the earth will be destructed. And, yep. and this is when the bad, yeah. this is the battle Floods between earthquakes and all that. Yeah. This is the battle right. between God and Satan. Mm -hmm. So, but the Judaism doesn't believe in that part because they're not they don't right. care about yeah. the New Testament. Right. They care about okay. the Old Testament. Gotcha. Okay. But the Muslims believe in the part of where Allah, with God. Is actually the only God, and everyone should worship God. The difference is, is like there's different types of Islam, and that's what their bit argument is about certain groups, sure. the Shiites and the other. And I can't pronounce that word. But there's different departments of Islam, and they fight among each other about that. Mm -hmm. But they really fight about about the Jews because the Jews and the and the Muslims believe that their prophet or their God is going to come back to save them. Mm -hmm. Where Christians just believe that God and Jesus is going to come to save all. But we don't have to have land to be part of mm -hmm. that land. Doesn't is not important. But to the Muslims and to the Jews, that land is very important. Okay. So a lot of times when I listen to Ben Shapiro, he says way too much stuff about his religious beliefs. And how it should be put into place of the state of Israel. Okay. That's why I don't agree with him. Mm -hmm. Now, everything else, I'm, I can tolerate it. Mm -hmm. But I think it's right. quite wrong for you to say that this land is our land and this is why. Because yeah, of Old Testament. Well, basically, everybody having wars, they need to come to a resolution, basically. Well, they, well, and, they won't. And they've been trying, I, and well, I just won't. don't understand that why they just can't, you no, know, end this thing for a while. It because you not, have to, because you're not listening. You you have to listen. The Jews and the Muslims think that land is their land because God is going to bless that land. Mm -hmm. The only way that peace will come on earth is when God 
comes back to that land and saves the Jews or the Muslims based okay. on what side you are. Right. Okay. What side of the field. Mm-hmm. So if God comes back as an Israelite prophet or Jew prophet, right. then he saves the Jews. But he okay. doesn't save the Muslims. <clears throat> but that's not true. I'm, we got to cut this short yeah. because we're about 15 minutes away from this being not on air anymore. Yeah. Okay. But saying that, right. all these three religions believe that everyone's going to heaven if, as long as you're, good, you're a good person. The difference is that Jesus, people believe in Jesus Christ, so the only way to get to heaven is through Jesus Christ. Right. Jews yeah. actually believe that if you're a good person, you're going to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't always make up the difference that this is. It doesn't make sense why yeah. they fight against no, the Muslims. That, that, I, I've heard that before too, where the, you try to do good for people and treat people as you would treat others, and yeah. that that's that seems pretty easy to follow. I mean, there's no because some religions you got to do this, you got to bow down, you got to do this, you got to study this, you got to study that. It it why all this complication and stuff to be happy in a religion doesn't. It's because a lot of work. It doesn't. It's about it's about know, heritage. It's yeah. about culture. It's okay. about what you are. Mm-hmm. Why are you a Michigan State fan? Why am I a Michigan fan? Right. Why, yeah. That's part of the thing too. Oh, well, it's sports with, is not religion. Grew up with but, it basically. I yeah, mean, exactly. yeah. My dad went there. Your dad went. You know, it, it, it's it's just the way. And my neighbors were some were state fans, and, and it's a controversy, but it's a friendly controversy. There's yeah. always people joking about Michigan. There are always people about as far as I can remember. So you have to, you know, so, so you have to understand that's right. part of the deal. Yeah, yeah, right. So I would say this: if you're Ben Shapiro, you're a Ben Shapiro fan, I would still question you as a individual, as a true constitutionist. Now, if you want to state your free will on your country, Israel, then I understand that you want to defend Israel or the Jewish community. But I don't think it's a good idea for you to pretend that this is not about religion when it's really not. Yeah. It's not as much as politics as it is really about your own religious beliefs. Exactly. And yes. that's why I kind of want him to understand. You you can't really be driving on this both sides of the street. You either a real true constitutionist, right? And say, guess what? We're going to change the laws. We're going to have everyone able to uh, participate, not just just the the Knesset or the Supreme Court, but everyone can be who they want to be. And if this land is part of all of people, Muslims in in Israel, then so be it. But if you when things don't go your way and then you change it into a religious war, then mm-hmm. you're being contradictive. Ah, gotcha. Do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you sure. are in an argument with a Muslim, then then for me, Ben Shapiro makes it into a religious platform. Ah. But when he talks about peace in mm-hmm. Israel, right? and Israel is part of their people, are Arabic are part of that country, then it is about the Constitution. Right. But as soon as someone disagrees with you, it becomes a religious argument, which is being toy condescending. Right. So saying that, I'm going to leave it at that. All right. It's over 100, an hour and 20 minutes. 
Yeah. <laughs> we took a lot more time than we had yeah. to. Um, well, we I'd like to thank my buddy Ron for showing hey, up. No I problem. Like to, Glad like to be here. I want to thank. We'll talk again. Yeah, we'll talk about. I wanted to make it so that every Sunday morning we have a podcast. Mm-hmm. And it'll be politics or. Right. Or what's going on. Mm-hmm. Or next time maybe we'll talk about candidates. Sure. Or maybe we'll <laughs> talk about more about Ron's health or my mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, we got plenty to talk about. We'll we'll figure it out too. But so, or maybe we'll talk about <clears throat> Ron's interest in cars and all that. Yeah, and wide variety of things to talk about. So, and then my buddy Sean will be back, and we'll talk about. Well, maybe well, maybe we won't talk about sports. Tomorrow, I think there have Monday. been times where you guys did have a discussion on certain things, and it wasn't sports. Yeah, we which have. Is, which is good. I we mean, yeah, you mix it up a little bit. But that, yeah, that's great, too. Yeah. But Sean's going to be busy tomorrow. So, on his personal stuff. So, right. I'm hoping to have, well, I'm thinking about doing a podcast about the weekend sports for Monday and for right. Tuesday morning after Monday night football. Yeah. So, we'll leave it at that. All right. I'll try to have Ron back on the show be, on somewhere before. Next week, Saturday, and we'll talk about stuff again. So right then, this is Sunday. So peace and love. Thank you, yeah. Podbean Live. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Spotify. Thank you, Apple Podcasts and other sources um, that's out there. Uh, this also will be on Buzzsprout. I'm probably going to go towards Podbean because the live stuff actually works better for me. Uh, peace, love. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and thanks for listening too. We yeah. appreciate it. Yep, thank you. Come again. Um, we'll let you know maybe a couple of hours before, right? Instead of like the moment. So, all right, I'm out. All right, see ya. <laughs>